0: Good evening, Junto. How are you this evening?
1: Junto, Are you there? One moment. Jundo? One moment. One moment. I'm in the moment.
0: Oh, you're doing that thing again, the whole... There's only the moment, there's no past, there's no future, that sort of Dogen stuff.
1: You said something I've already forgotten, because I'm in the moment. What did you say? I don't want to know. It will distract me from this moment.
0: (laughs) The moment. Yes. Yes. It's a good thing we have short-term memory, because we wouldn't be able to function, because there is no past, there is no future, it's just this moment, and as soon as we apprehend this moment, it's gone. And if we couldn't remember anything, we would just be blobs of ectoplasm.
1: I remember. No, I've already forgotten. I was going to say something.
0: No, it couldn't have been important. Well, this could also be because you're getting old. That is true. You've lived through so many moments that... Yes. Yes.
1: Well, actually, when you get old... Well, my, my experience is when the older you get, the more you live in the past. Because music has not been good for the, since the 70s, face it, <laughs> face it, <laughs> okay? And and I, there was something that a guy said to me in 1982 that I cannot forgive even today. So we live in the, you know, in the past, the older we get. But uh, our subject today is living in the moment.
0: That sounds like you've got some serious karma brewing from these past events.
1: Well, karma is about the future now, Right. Uh, But uh, we make our karma in the present. So I let the future take care of itself and just try to make good karma in the present. You know? I
0: I just have to say to our listeners, we skipped an episode two weeks ago. And this was mainly because Jundo was in the moment watching Ted Lasso on his exercise bike and forgot that we were supposed to record a podcast. And I didn't have any other time during the week. So,
1: Are you still fixated (laughs) on the past? That was two weeks ago, man. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Live for now. <laughs> you know? You know what the Buddha said? The Buddha said, Carpe diem. Live for the day, man. If you don't enjoy it now, when are you gonna enjoy it? Oh, no, that wasn't the Buddha. He didn't say that at all. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. That's a good excuse. So,
1: our subject okay, so today is living
0: in the moment, the reason we're just
1: Why do we keep talking each other? Okay, we keep gonna, trying to on. talk at have the a same lag moment. Here
0: a lot. Yeah. It's because we've got lag on the internets, because my internet is really fast, and yours is really slow.
1: We are trying to talk at the same moment. (laughs) My
0: fast internet gets my voice to you faster. When I talk, my internet's so fast, my voice gets to you faster, and yours is so slow, it takes longer for yours to get to me. And that means that our moments aren't
1: synchronized. No. I think uh, Einstein said we're all in our own moment, which we are. There's a Kirk moment. There's a Jundo moment, and uh, sometimes our moments don't meet. And today we happen to have a Zen of Everything moment. And our subject is not going to excess about being in the moment. We tend to do that in Zen. This is something that was brought up
0: on the Tree Leaf Forum the idea that some Zen teachers have propagated that we have to be constantly fixated on the moment, maybe not 24 hours a day, but for certain periods of time. And it just seems like you turn into like Zen droids. Could you say that? Zen droids, Zen androids?
1: I don't think it's a, a new idea, but it's a, an idea that is often uh, misunderstood. In some types of intense practice, there were reasons to radically forget the past, not concern yourself with the future, and just observe what is now. And that is a beautiful, powerful practice that teaches us that, as you said, so much of our life is just memories that exist between the years and dreams of the future that exist between the years. If we really observe what's happening now, we realize this momentary nature of time, and it is a powerful practice. The problem is that there are people who think we're supposed to stay like that every moment. You can't stay like that every moment. I mean, I think you could, but um, let me say, I don't want to be driving in a car with a guy who's so much in the moment, he's not anticipating what's going to happen in about five seconds when he runs through that red light. You cannot be so much in the moment, every moment. Can
0: I read
1: a little quote here? For a moment. Okay.
0: This is from a poem by Ryokan, who I've mentioned before. I've been reading another collection of his poems. Where did my life come from? Where will it go? Meditating by the window of my tumble-down hut, I search my heart, absorbed in silence. But I search and search and still don't know where it all began. How will I ever find where it ends? Even the present moment can't be pinned down. Everything changes. Everything is empty. And in that emptiness, this I exists only for a little while. How can one say anything is or is not? Best just to hold these little thoughts. Let things simply take their way and so be
1: natural and at your ease. There you are living in the past again. I mean, that's a poem from, what, 300 years ago? Man, be <laughs> today. Where are you? What do, what, why do you quote me some old dude like that? No, but he, he, has a, he has a beautiful lesson there. But I assure you that Rokan did not live like that every second of every day. Let me underline this. There are times to just let the past go. Let the future just be. Just to observe what is, just to flow what is. And there are times to remember, hey, you know, in five minutes I gotta be someplace, I gotta do a podcast with, you know, Kirk here. Or that thing that happened two days ago. I promised a guy I was gonna do something. We have to remember the past. The Buddha could not have been the Buddha if he was so much in the moment he forgot that he was supposed to, you know, go give a talk somewhere or go out and with his baking bowl. You cannot, in other words, we're human beings. There are times to be in the moment. There are times to be in the yesterday. And can I tell you something? When you're right now, you are remembering yesterday. That's this moment of remembering yesterday. And right now, when I think about tomorrow and something I have to do, I'm still in this moment right now of thinking about tomorrow when can you not be in the moment there is not one moment of your life when you're not in that moment let me uh, excuse me, I'm getting upset here give me a moment okay I'm better
0: if you put it that way it makes a lot of sense and, and I think the idea of this practice um, and I believe tick not Han is one of the Zen teachers who likes to foster this it's more on retreats it's like you want to do all of a certain activity in the moment. When you're cutting those onions and crying, you want it all to be just that moment for the time you're cutting the onions. But I think some people read into this the idea that being permanently in the moment is nirvana and that they would be enlightened if they did this, whereas it's simply a tool to observe the
1: now. I, I disagree with you a little. It's not just for retreats, I do it at least several times during my day. Uh, I was with my daughter today. We went to the botanical gardens. So it was a beautiful day, and I realized that instead of being present with my daughter there, I was thinking about some stupid internet thing. You know, I was I was thinking about work, too. And I said, "Wait a second! This is a time to be in the now with my daughter." And then we were in the botanical garden, and uh, um, oh, there was my daughter. She heard me say her name. Hi, daughter. Hi, <laughs> My daughter. So uh, we were, we were, we were in the uh, botanical garden, and there was a leaf, a particularly captivating leaf, and I wished to observe that leaf. So what I did was, in that moment, I put the whole world aside, and that whole world became that leaf there are times to do this it is an amazing skill it is something we have to develop but then again not every moment i don't want to observe every leaf in the botanical garden i don't want to observe you know every moment of my life thinking about my daughter i got other things to think about in order to be a good father for her like my job so sometimes i do have to think about my job you know there's a time to wash the dishes and just be so absorbed in the moment of the water flowing that yourself becomes the flowing, the water, the dish, and you. There's no before or after. There's nothing else. You're so absorbed. And there are times to wash the dishes, thinking about, I don't know, baseball. Think about baseball while washing the dishes and also have a, another eye on the TV. Wash the dishes, thinking about baseball, watching, you know, whatever silly thing on the TV. Why? Because That is that moment of your life. Let it be. It is a perfect moment of washing dishes while thinking about baseball, looking at the TV. So there's a time for all of it, you see. if Get this. Get this. Are you listening? Yes. Don't be in the moment. Let each moment be that moment. That's a different thing. I support that completely. The moment of stubbing your toe, it's a moment of stubbing your toe. The moment of sunshine is a moment of sunshine. The moment of rain is a moment of rain. The moment of thinking just of the leaf for your daughter in the botanical garden is just that moment. And the moment of thinking about baseball while washing the dishes is also just that moment. Let each moment of life be that beautiful moment. Isn't that much better than just trying to artificially be in the moment every second? We Buddhists can be extremists, and I'm against it. (laughs) I think there's a,
0: a, a spectrum of being in the moment. On the one hand, there's this obsessive paying attention to every single movement that some people can do, think that they have to be in that moment. On the other hand, as you were saying, you're in the garden, you're appreciating the leaf. Being in the moment, to me, is simply doing what you're doing without having discursive thoughts that aren't related to what you're doing. And you can do this at a lot of times. And, And throughout the day, unintentionally, we do this, right? But what I find interesting is that there is a certain type of absorption in the moment that's considered to be negative. If someone's spending too much time playing a video game, they're generally thinking about nothing but the video game. If someone's reading, they're generally thinking about nothing but reading. But sometimes when I'm reading, I start thinking about other things, But it's like if someone is absorbed in watching Ted Lasso, they're just watching Ted Lasso and not thinking of anything else. This is a kind of being in the moment, yet we consider it differently,
1: don't we? Very wise. And the lesson there is everything in its time and place, nothing in excess, everything in moderation. For example, if you're only playing video games and only watching Ted Lasso, that's not good. Once in a while to play a video game and to watch great. If you are only in the future and only thinking about multitasking all the time and never present with your daughter and never looking at a leaf, that's bad. But if you keep a good balance and there's a time to look at the leaf and there is a time to look at Ted Lasso and there is a time to play a video game and there is a time to wash the dishes. If you keep a good balance, everything in its place and time, that's a good life. I think every moment of that life would be worth living. That's my opinion in this moment. I may change it later.
0: This actually sounds quite easy when you come down to it, but it's the kind of thing, so the earliest meditation instructions I had way back when is sit down, focus on your breath, and count one for an in-breath. One, two for the next in breath, three, etc., and the instruction I had is when you get to ten, go back to one, right? Right. But I kind of never made it past three because the mind started wandering all over the place. So I'd be breathing in one, be breathing out, be breathing in again, thinking of the baseball or Ted, well, it wasn't Ted Lasso back then, but whatever, and then go back to one. And there's this kind of training that you get over time where you can stay longer in that moment. And I think just naturally, the more we sit zazen, the more just reflexively we spend time in the moment, not obsessively, hopefully,
1: um, but it just happens on its own, doesn't it? If You are counting your breath like that. It is uh, an excellent practice in order to get a modicum of settling, because some people sit down and they cannot stop thinking about things, usually involving yesterday or tomorrow or something happening in the space in front of them. So you concentrate on the breath or counting in order to let your mind settle But, again, not to an extreme. For example, my experience in meditation, as we do it, Shikantaza is, as I'm sitting, a thought may come of, let's say, something I have to do tomorrow. I just don't grab it, and I let it go. A memory may come uh, of something that happened yesterday. I just don't get tangled in it. I let it be, you see, and I resume sitting that is a kind of settling in the moment during Zazen. That is excellent practice. But of course, after Zazen, I got people to see, places to go, baby. (laughs) You know, time is karma. Time is money. (laughs) Even a Zen guy has a job to do, you know? So I cannot be like that every second. But here's the funny thing. We do learn that, As we think about the future, if we let the future be too, the future has that same clarity. When we recall the past, it has that same clarity too. And that's what we learn in being in the moment on the Zazen cushion. Music still hasn't gotten any better since the 70s, though. No, man. Not since Floyd. <laughs> Zeppelin,
0: yeah. No, notice what, what you just said. You, you, you made two musical references without thinking. You said you were tangled up in the moment, get it? Tangled up in blue. And then you said you just let it be. You're just so obsessed with music that it just comes out in your words. And you don't even realize it. Excuse me, let it be was not Pink Floyd. That's,
1: that's the Beatles.
0: I know, but it's anyway, still great music. Anyway, anyway um, so where is the moment? Where is it? That's the kind of thing. And and I would almost argue that the question, where is the moment, is a koan, because there's no, we can't answer it in any concrete way. We just have to understand it. Because of the fact that the moment only lasts for a moment before it becomes past, and the future isn't here yet, that moment is no place, yet we're always there. And I find that a wonderful paradox.
1: Yes, a moment is not something we could nailed down, nor should we try to nail it down. Uh, Just flow with each moment. Now, that doesn't mean when I I have to say this all the time, when I say let each moment or be that moment or flow with the moment, I often have to remind people that we Zen folks always look at things from two sides that are not two sides at all. So for example, if I have something terrible, Happening. Let's say my house is on fire. I'm not going to be so much in the moment of allowing the moment that I'm going to let the fire burn. Hopefully what's going to happen is, first off, I'm going to run and put the fire out and just be in the moment of letting that happen. It's a moment of me running like a madman trying to put the fire out. If I have a, an illness, I'm not going to be so much in the moment of being sick that I don't see the doctor. Let the moment be the moment. Let my illness be my illness. No, I'm going to go to the doctor, try to get better. And then I'm going to be in the moment of seeing the doctor, trying to get better. Let each moment be the moment, but that doesn't mean you don't try to make each moment better.
0: I think some schools of Buddhism actually define moments as...
1: Not precisely
0: a Sorry? A kasana. Is that what it is? It's not a specific length of time, but a moment is like divided into a certain number of slices. Is that it?
1: There's a... Uh, a, 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 a how many kasanas in a moment? A kasana is the smallest measure of time. I believe it's 60... You can look this up on Google. Test me. 64,000 kasanas in a moment? Something like that? You know, the Buddhists got really down. They'd say 64,428 kasanas in a moment. (laughs) Am I close? Is my memory, you know, is my memory working in this moment? But the point is um, uh, the Zen folks would use the expression kasana, not literally caring that there is a kasana or how long a kasana. They just mean it the same way we use moment. In other words, it's just what's happening now. How long is now? Who cares? Now is now. Let your kasana be a kasana. How many kasanas in a minute? You got to. Well, it seems that
0: there are about 75 kasanas in a second. Approximately is what I'm finding on Google, and I'm not going to spend too much time looking into it. So they must have divided...
1: How many moments in a second, though? Well, how many moments in a kasana? No, no, there are not. The kasana is the smallest measure of time. There, there are actually physicists who say that there's a particle theory of time that actually time may not be just a consistent flowing. It may actually come in little tick, tick, ticks of some sort, of which I have no opinion because I'm not a physicist. So, uh, and it really doesn't matter. Our life is just as we're experiencing it. It seems to be flowing from past to future through this moment. But again, Master Dogen reminded us, Master Dogen the founder of Soto Zen in Japan. Moments are so connected that this moment is all moments. Tomorrow is not only something that's going to happen. Tomorrow is flowing into now. It's flowing into yesterday. And we think that yesterday flows into now. Yesterday is flowing into everything. And now is flowing backwards into then. Everything is so connected that Now, get this, tomorrow is just now, later. (laughs) Yesterday was just now before. It's always now. Now what are we going to talk about?
0: Well, I want to follow up on your um, quantum physics. A chronon is a proposed quantum of time. A chronon is about 6.27 times 10 to the... Negative 24th power seconds for an electron. I have no idea what that means in terms of actual math. It's like...
1: Negative 24. I was going to say negative 23rd power. So I was uh, off slightly there. Is it the... You were close. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I have no idea what it means. But I, I have read about this, that time is not continuous, that it's a series of tiny little beats... And I like that idea that it's beats, that it's just that there's a rhythm, like a heartbeat rhythm, that there's like the pulse of, of light and music and sound and all that.
1: Well, I, you and I live in the country now, and and here time does flow differently. If a fellow says he's coming over, that means he could show up any time within like two hours. uh, uh people don't look at their watches. There's no reason to. You get up with the sun. That varies every day. It's a little later, a little earlier every day. The farmers just got to get their work done. And then they come over thinking you're always home, you know? And I've had people really upset. And they said, I'm coming over. You weren't home. And I said, well, I didn't know you were coming over. Why didn't you tell me when you were coming over? Because they don't do that here. They just don't. They just come. And it's just uh, the way time flows here. It was, uh, what was it? The steam engine and the train that required clocks. And then every town yeah. had to synchronize their clocks so that people could catch their trains and get to the office on time.
0: Right, and that's why time zones were developed.
1: Right. That didn't exa- exist for the Zen masters in the past. They, they would go by incense. How long was Zazen? We'd do it 40 minutes, 40 minutes by Zazen. They would light a stick of incense. If an incense burned long, it burned short you know, they don't all burn the same. That's how long your incense was. (laughs) And then it was lunch. How long was lunch? If you were chanting slow, it was a little longer than the other day you were chanting fast. That's it. But now, even in the Zen monastery, time is money. What if the incense went out? Would they just keep
0: sitting because it didn't get to the end?
1: The modern version of that is when we're on the YouTube and the YouTube freezes and we just keep sitting. Uh, yeah. Or the, the the guy ringing the bell just falls asleep. It happens. And uh, every after uh, eventually someone looks over and goes, hey, the incense is out.
0: Talking about time for sitting zazen and sitting meditation, I don't remember which teacher, Tibetan or Zen teacher, pointed out that 20 minutes is Western standard meditation time. That for some reason... Western people are fixated on this idea that 20 minutes is the amount of time you have to sit meditation.
1: Really? I never heard that. Really? I mean, it's quite serious. I mean, there's nothing wrong with 20 minutes. I actually recommend for people who are newer to Zen, uh, 5, 10, or 15 minutes to get started. Just develop it as a habit. It's more important, it's a daily habit than particular length. But most people I know try to go twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five minutes, sometimes even 40. There's the famous anti-g style of, a, for example, Okamura Roshi. That's 50 minutes of solid hemorrhoids. I mean, solid <laughs> sitting uh, with a uh, 10 minute break, and then you're ba- you're back down at it again. It's all good. It's all good. I say to people, sit what's right in your life. You know, if you're at a retreat, you got to sit at the same time as everybody else, and that's usually about 35, 40 minutes in a retreat setting. But if you're at home, you sit what feels right for you. Once or twice a day, you don't have to sit. It's not a matter of quantity. I always say that. One moment of Zazen holds all moments of Zazen. When we drop all measures from mine. It's not a matter of racking up points, watching the clock. More is not better. Time is not money. It's not like that. One moment of Zazen when you drop all time is perfect and is enough. So someone will say, well, in that case, can I just sit 10 seconds? (laughs) And I say, yes, you could if you actually knew how to drop time. You see, the trick is it takes most people 10, 15 or 20 minutes to get in the state of actually being able to let things go and drop time. But if you could, and you can develop the ability, if you can drop in a moment all thought of anything but that moment, you can sit but a moment.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe in iTunes or in your favorite podcast app. Please give us a rating. Tell your friends. You can check out past episodes at our website, zen-of-everything.com. Thanks for listening.